0: Sequence Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. The church describes the family as the domestic church or the church miniature, uh, and the church, the Catholic Church, describes the family and speaks about the family as the cell of society. Uh, beautiful language, but when it comes out, when it comes down to living that out in our lives. What does that mean? And how do we do that? Especially when we are in a season where children are young and we're trying to figure this out, how do we live out our faith as a family, raising our children as missionary disciples. That's what we're gonna be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show, I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know, as always, that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, and this episode is an idea from a listener for a future episode, which is today's episode, Please contact us. Uh, and if you kept up with that, uh, you'll get a prize. Uh, the prize email is the same as the contact email. Ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. You're not actually going to get a prize for that one. I do send out prizes. I, no, no. That was not that complicated of a sentence. <laughs> if you just diagrammed it, it'd be fine. Did you just take it, the, the prize away? I just revoked the prize. <laughs> Ignition at sfcatholic.org uh, is the topic, and that if you're listening the voice that you heard, is the voice of my regular other co-host. Alternate? Alternative? <laughs> I hear, you're not what a, are I, we? I was thinking alternate, but you're not an alternate yeah, we're not. to Renee.
1: Rotating. You're, yes, yes. We rotate. You, Robin you, and Robin Renee. Robin and Renee, the rotate. two R's. The yeah, two R's. Yeah, I like
0: that. Yep. Uh, Robin Bruggeman Robin, just in case somebody has not heard you on the show before, would you just real quick introduce yourself?
1: Yes. I am wife to Spike going on 30 years. I have seven kiddos. I have two grandchildren. Um, Let's see. I'm a convert to the Catholic faith. And yeah, I love living the faith and learning more about the faith.
0: Amen. Amen. I was arguing with Robin before we started recording about how old one of her kids were. Because (laughs) I, 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 I know... Your fam- I thought I knew your family, you know but our clearly, family, but uh, because her second, she, she's is older than he's you supposedly going to be like 24 or something. Like, <laughs> my no
1: second way. oldest, yeah. Second well, one, second you one. know, and Chris I and said. I were talking about how, you know, you're so busy raising your own family. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not sure if this is why you d- did not remember how old my oldest son is, but I know I can be guilty of, you're so watching your own, that then all of a sudden, oh, everybody else's families are growing up and getting older too, so... Yeah. Yep. The kids amen. grow so
0: fast. They do. Grow and fast. Um,
1: I guess that's fitting to our topic. It too, is very fitting you to know? our topic. So. Yep.
0: Um, we did an episode recently, and I said I'd I, I, I keep it anonymous. Yep. But Taylor said, Oh, go ahead and use our names. Yeah. So we so did. Thank that. you, Taylor. Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> and Nate, uh, Taylor's husband. Yeah. Um, that question that we did, the episode we did a couple weeks ago about what was going on between the crucifixion for Jesus, between the crucifixion and the resurrection. Yeah, that that's so a good one. That was a good question. question, question that good Taylor episode. and Nate had. And. They're following it up. So this is the email um, that we received. So, so again, other listeners, please feel free. Ignition, don't let Taylor and Nate have all the fun um, <laughs> getting to tell Robin and Chris and Renee what to do. Um, could you and Robin share what living a holy life looked like for you and your spouses when you both had small kids? My husband, Nate, and I have a one year old and I recently started staying home full time. Being new parents can feel not so holy at times. Mm. Amen to that. Um, And I'm just looking for some practical tips on what holiness might look like during this season of life. I especially struggle with my prayer life as there's not much alone time for dedicated silent prayer. Could you please provide some wisdom and encouragement to young parents? Thanks, guys, and feel free to use our names. So I did, you know, Mm -hmm. I could have, maybe I changed the names. thank you, Taylor. Maybe this is really Jessica and Tony, (laughs) but it's not. It's Taylor and Nate.
1: Yeah, no, I love that she wrote in with this, um, and I think that there are a lot of people probably wondering the exact same thing.
0: Yeah, especially, so uh, in in their case, they've got a a Mm -hmm. Um, one-year-old.
1: congrats on the one-year-old, by the way.
0: Yep, yep, and so, yeah, this is a stage in life when you're, what does this look like? Yeah. Yeah, um, the
1: unknown of family life and parenting when right. it's your first. Right. And
0: yeah. and again going back, what is a whole what is living a holy life look like when you, especially in this stage when you have small children. Yeah. So do you have i have I I've I've got a couple of things, but <laughs> ladies first or oh. host first? Go ahead. Okay, yeah. so especially to the question um, that Taylor poses, I especially struggle with my prayer life as there's not a, not as not much alone time for a dedicated silent prayer. I remember okay. years and years and years ago, um, one of our priests, uh, Father Jim Mason. Father Jim Mason mm-hmm. is the reason I'm in the diocese. So oh, if you I hate Ignition, blame Father Jim. Oh, uh, and he's
1: back in the diocese. And he's back in the diocese. Yay.
0: Yeah, uh, and remember, Father Jim. I think it was uh, at a at like a theology and tap or something. Thing, mm-hmm. I uh, remember
1: those. Talked those were great. about,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Father Jim talked about how um, there was—I I don't know if this was actually the case or he's just giving an illustration. To be honest, but like uh, 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 a mom who was, who was saying to him, you know, I, just, "I feel called," and she had so mom of many children at home. Okay. Father, I just feel called to pray three hours a day, and he said, "Oh, that's a lie from the devil." <laughs> The Lord at this stage <laughs> in your life would not be calling you as a as a mom of many small or a number of small yeah, kids yeah. at home to be praying three hours a day. That, that's Walters, that's yeah. that's not. That's, now maybe there's some tricky. universe where well, that would make sense. So I don't know if that's. But I I would. <laughs> generally we tend to agree. He knew this person, so um, and he, he, he knew her circumstances yeah. and different things. Like right. What so it takes I, in a day of time. This is where I think um a few things great advice that my spiritual director has given me more than once because <laughs> i need to hear it more than mm-hmm. once when you're wondering what to do with your prayer life in some way or you're 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 wondering about something considering some sort of change um whether it be more time or different some whatever um, that is a great topic, actually, to bring to the Lord in prayer. Yes. So, for sure. so in this situation um, where Taylor's wondering, you know, I don't, I just, I've got a one-year-old. I don't mm-hmm. have as much alone time for a dedicated silent prayer. Mm-hmm. So, to make that, so my advice to tailor would be to bring that to the Lord in prayer. And then Mm -hmm. if you do have somebody, um, like a trusted spiritual advisor, Mm -hmm. that might be able to, that might be her priest or just a a holy person Mm -hmm. in her life. But to ask, I think to ask the Lord, Lord, okay, you know, my heart, you know, that I want to pray. Mm -hmm. Um, but I got a one year old. Um, I don't know how to incorporate it, uh, or what? I don't know what to do for my mm-hmm. prayer. So bring that to the Lord first. So name that to the Lord, bring that to the Lord. Secondly, um, and, I, and this is where I am going to definitely want to defer to you as, uh, a, a mom who stayed home with mm-hmm. her kids. Um, m- I know that what many moms, women do in this situation is it's just, they, they fit in prayer time whenever they can. Mm-hmm. So if there's a nap, um, to to take the time if during a feeding maybe that's a time like when there's a when there is a quieter time even though it might not be the and i don't know taylor doesn't give specify how much time she's used to praying Mm -hmm. but if it's half an hour or more you might not find half an hour but just take advantage and that's again so this is a relationship right yeah so if i don't have as much time um in the same way with this person that I was spent time with as I used to, it, what I, what I'm gonna do instead is okay, just wherever I can. yep um, I'm gonna fill the time uh, whatever I can. Robin, yeah. your thoughts?
1: Well, first of all, I think it's great um, Taylor that um, and all the listeners who are maybe feeling in this you know fill, finding themselves in the same situation or even if you're past that, but you're like, okay, how do I start this? I think just recognizing, okay, I want my life to be holy. I think that alone is awesome, you know, because there are many people that don't even recognize that they want to bring holiness into their life, into their day, into their family life. So that to start is awesome, I think. Um, but along with what you said, um, it is definitely finding those moments throughout the day. Um, because you know, when you have a one-year-old, we remember what it's like to have babies and toddlers that your schedule is not your own anymore. It's the baby's schedule. Um, someone once told me the, the person that wears the diapers in the house controls the schedule <laughs> right. and um, the day. So true. Um, so it is finding those moments, but I think it's turning all of the moments. I have a couple thoughts on that. It's turning all of the things you're doing in a day. So you're like doing the di- the dishes. You're doing the diapers. You're, um, you know, preparing food. You're, um, you know, whatever it is you're doing. But these duties that are going to take place on a daily basis turning all of those times into little prayers and offering them up. When you're doing the dishes, when you're making your food, when you're changing the diaper, you can offer up um, little prayers of praise and thanksgiving for starters, but also can be offering up prayers, intentions, things you want or need to pray for during those times. So I think there's the, yes, you know, your day is kind of broken and you have prayers throughout the day, but your whole day can become a prayer also. And I remember when I didn't have, you know, I would say, oh, I'm going to set aside, you know, 15 minutes or a half an hour each day and I'm going to pray and how that would, you know, just, it just won't always happen as much as I wanted it to, because you could say I'm going to pray at, you know, three o'clock every day, but three o'clock is not always when the baby or toddler is going to allow you to pray. Um, and then it's like, and then you can easily forget you have the best intentions. Then you get to end your day and you're like, oh my gosh, I meant to pray and I just didn't. So I think it's really turning. Um, what I found helpful is that your whole day is like a prayer instead of saying, okay, I'm going to have this. I mean, great. If you can, if you can set aside time to pray when you're home with the littles, awesome. But if you know that it's just not as likely in this season of life, I think just having your whole day be a prayer. So then when you're doing the little holy moments of taking care of your family, that those can be little prayers, but throughout the day, you're just staying connected to our Lord. So all day, you can just be praying throughout the day, um, in the quiet moments. If you have a quiet moment, you snag that time. But it's, I think it's just training yourself to just keep that connection all day instead of beating yourself up if you can't have that sheltered quiet time. Does that make sense? Or yeah. do you, can you add on to that? So
0: can I? Can I? Can I butt, Robin?
1: Yeah. Yes. Is it all right? I guess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, you can say no. You're going to butt in. <laughs> no, not butt in. Um, Only I do that. <laughs> what, what? You know. Um,
1: Anyways. But why?
0: <laughs> <laughs> not a, that'd be a good guess, but no. Uh, but, Robin, don't we... The whole thing. Be attentive to the tone of my voice here, mm-hmm. uh, Robin and listeners. The, but but the whole thing about making your day. But 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 if 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 the whole day is a prayer. But I don't have time for prayer. How can the whole day be my? Don't I need to have some, some alone time with the Lord in order for the whole day to be prayer thing to actually be prayer? Mm-hmm. Does it? Have, there have to be an anchor of some sort in order for. The whole day to be a prayer to actually work?
1: Do you mean like getting up in the morning and
0: then starting? Uh, or, okay, or do,
1: you, do you have an answer to that? Or are you asking or you just want to know what I'm gonna say?
0: I I I do have an answer, but I really do want to know your answer.
1: Um okay, well I have a couple of thoughts on that. What does what in your in her head or whoever's listening, what is prayer yes. to you for starters? Yes. What Amen. is it you're looking for? Like are you thinking, I just need some quiet time with the door shut and no interruptions? Are you thinking I need to sit long enough to just, you know, sit in intimacy with the Lord and hear him speak to me? Or is it, I feel like I'm not praying unless I say these structured prayers. Yes. What is prayer yes. to you is what I would ask for starters. Um, and pray on that. Okay, what what is what is prayer? Ask yourself that, but then pray about, okay, Lord, what what is my prayer going to look like with you? So that would be my first thought, is what... In the listener's head, are they thinking is yes. prayer? Because I've learned <laughs> as I've grown and um, and it's been a journey that prayer isn't always what... Like how I was raised, what prayer looks like yes. is very different than right. what prayer is. And it can change. There's different seasons. But the other thing that came to mind with what you are asking is... Um, you can, um, first thing when you get up is you can devote your day to God and do like the morning offering or morning prayer that can maybe, if a person needed it to feel more like, okay, is this, is my day going to be prayer? They could start it with that too. So yep. a couple yep. things.
0: Yep. So, so I do think, um, so I, I want to echo one thing you said and I'm going to elaborate on it actually, and then I'll mm-hmm. get to my answer. So. Prayer is a relationship.
1: Yeah,
0: it's it's turning our mind and our heart and our turning all of our up. It's turning to the Lord. Yeah, it's me turning to the Lord. It's a relationship. So, um, yeah, I I think I think it's important to think about. Okay, maybe is the the way that I've always prayed. So, like Taylor's um, example, which Mm -hmm. applies to many, many, many of us. Mm -hmm. um, It might be that because of this shift, now I've got a one year old Mm -hmm. um, or. A newborn. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe that this is a time to, I, I need to shift how I pray. Mm-hmm. But not whether or not I'm praying. And Taylor yeah. definitely said she, that. That's her. That to me, that goes to the heart of the question: How do I now pray yeah. in light of what's in going this different on? Different season. And and, and and just a reminder to begin with, echoing again what you said: Prayer is about a relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do think it is important to find kind of. So to go to my kind of. Devil's advocating. I do think it's important to find those times that, that can anchor our full day of prayer. Absolutely. So I do completely Absolutely. agree with you that we, we can and should make our whole day prayerful. Mm-hmm. Um but but I I also think that, that it does have to be rooted in a time which mm-hmm. anchors the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. But that time might be five minutes. hmm so maybe so Taylor mentioned her husband Nate. So maybe, um, and again I don't know, don't need to know uh, the details of their circumstance. But just is there a way maybe in the evening, um, or whenever Nate's home, mm-hmm. yeah. um, that so when when spouse when spouse gets home, that the in this case the mom can okay can I just need. You know, mm. it takes take five ten minutes. Yeah, be,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying, saying as soon as you know, husband, yeah. as soon Your as dad, Nate gets home. Baby. All right, here here you go, Nate. I'm gonna go. <laughs> um, Your turn. But you know, <laughs> if if there hasn't been time yeah. earlier in the day, maybe yeah. that's an opportunity.
1: I love that idea.
0: Um, I love that idea. But but again, I'm talking about five because yeah. it is possible for that to be a really rich time
1: very much so and i love your idea on that because they could offer that for each other Yeah. so you know wife could say okay husband i want you to have a little bit of alone time you know spend that however go away for 5 10 15 minutes you know that's your time for relationship with god um <clears throat> and then vice versa wife mom gets her time um to have alone. i love that idea what a gift to one another mm-hmm. um and then the other thing um is together time. Yes, and I don't know if do you have time to touch on this, or do you want a quick?
0: No, oh, we have time. Oh, 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 oh! I see. We're the you, halfway. Well, from. well done there, Mrs. Pass there. Uh So, folks, if you're just tuning in, that you are listening to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, visiting with my increasingly professional, savvy co-host,
1: uh,
0: Robin Brugman. Complimentary. Um, <laughs> uh, and we're talking today about. How to how to how to live a holy life um, in a circumstance like in this case, um, one of our listeners wrote in Taylor and her husband Nate. They got a one year old, and how do you especially like uh, Taylor's specific question? Um, finding uh, alone, how do you pray when there's not as much alone time for dedicated mm-hmm. silent mm-hmm. prayer? But I, and I, yeah. I do think it's important, by the way, Robin. Before we wrap up today, to go beyond the question. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the, the initial for sure. question. What does what living a holy life look like when you have small kids? Yeah,
1: and maybe this will come become a two-parter. We'll have yeah, to see.
0: maybe.
1: Um, so a couple things on that. So what I was going to start saying is, um, so Spike and I, and this is not, not everybody has like the luxury of doing this because, you know, Spike's a farmer and his business is on our yard. And so we start our morning time together mm. with the daily readings and prayer time. Now, I know that's not possible for most people. But recently I heard, um, a friend who, um, mentors many people say that her and her husband have done couch time and they've done it since their kids were little. And theirs was when the husband dad came home from work and they started when their kids were little. And, um, you know, this is just kind of when they worked it in, but they had what they called couch time and they worked in time together as husband and wife to just, just sit on the couch, even if it is for just five quick minutes, you know, how was your day? How was your whatever, just to connect to each other but then that can be prayer time as well to connect with the Lord. And maybe it's a, you know, how is your day? How can I pray for you? I think that would be really great to do in the morning. Yep. To how can I pray for you today to your spouse, yep. I think is so powerful because then that, if you start it in the morning, that can be one of your prayers that you're doing throughout the day too, to yep. stay connected with the Lord and also your spouse. Yep. To, um, you know, what? how can I pray for you specifically today as yep. you head off to work, as you're home with the kiddos, whatever, um, but I like the time So like, you know, we all should strive, I think, to have that holy time, that sacred time with our Lord, because here's the other thing. Um, You can't give what you don't have and you can't pour from an empty cup. So moms, I have so been there. Um, Taylor, (laughs) I've, you know, I was home with my littles and it can be long days, long days, but the seasons are short is what someone Mm -hmm. told me Mm -hmm. years ago. Um, And it can be hard to keep pouring into your family life, into your kiddo's life, into your husband's life if you're not being filled from the one who's going to fill you up. right? So even just a couple minutes a day or the five minutes a day, which can then build in different seasons as you have a, you know, if baby is, Um, kind of tricking you and saying, okay, I've got our pattern established. It'll be good, but they'll change a little bit. (laughs) That's why I say tricking you. But um, to go with the flow with that, but to definitely tap into holy, sacred time, because it's going to help you be able to fill your family so much more um, to give to them. Um, And along with that too, I think finding a circle of, um, you had mentioned um, like a priest or... um, Mm -hmm. You know, if someone has the potential for a spiritual director, awesome. But find holy mentors, holy mom mentors, holy dad mentors, friends in your life that you recognize. Okay, they are faith-filled people; they practice the faith, they live the faith. Um, that they are maybe ahead of you on the journey. That they can also just kind of be your little mentors, mm-hmm. um, and don't just be like called your mentor, but you'll know. Yeah. You'll know who yeah. those people are that you just. Um, You know, after you leave them, you've gained something, you know, you feel better about your faith, you feel better about family life, whatever. Um, That would be my other encouragement is to have your eyes open because they're in there. They're in all of our lives. It's just all of a sudden you start to realize, oh, you know, they offer me some really great pearls of wisdom or um, whatever. But those holy mom mentors and holy dad mentors can be so helpful, too, in how to bring holiness into your family and also share tips on how to find those sacred moments in Your day, amen. For dads, too, not just moms who are home, dads who are at work, or or we have we might have some dads at homes. Yep, some um, FAMIs is out there called, right?
0: (laughs) Uh, What (laughs) okay?
1: It's on Alexander and the terrible, no good, very bad day movie. You see that movie? Yeah, the dad's the FAMI, it's mommy, but it's father.
0: I don't know if I've actually seen the movie. I've read the book. I don't know if I've seen the movie. It's
1: not in the book. Watch the movie. (laughs) It's kid-friendly. It's really good. (laughs) Hi, Um, Fami. But so I I just want to make sure that we are, you know, it's not just for moms. This is for dads, too. Yep. Or anybody. Anybody. Even if you don't have kids yet and you're busy, you can actually be incorporating these little sacred times and moments throughout your day.
0: And then I want to go back to the larger point that you also had made earlier about that. So if if I find the anchor.
1: Yes, Uh, anchor moments. But then to make
0: the rest of the day as full of prayer as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a couple things about this. So first of all, uh, when you said this earlier, I wrote down a name from scripture, from the Gospels. Any idea, Robin?
1: One of the four Gospels? (laughs) Uh, Or
0: what what, do you mean? uh, It's a name. Um, a name of a person? Yes. Okay. Yes. Any idea what name I wrote down? Well, you can't look.
1: about what? I mean, uh, in so the I context
0: a, of I have a one I'm in four really, chance in context, of getting this right. No, no not, not the four gospels. It's not one of those names. Oh. It's, it's even more okay. pool than that. It's of oh, all the people goodness. in the gospels okay. who are named. So the context here, just to help. I like you how, a how little you're covering bit, up your I am. I'm not thing. Are you afraid you... I'm going to cheat? Yeah, I am. <laughs> um,
1: I wouldn't have thought about looking over there if you didn't start covering it up.
0: But you may have, you may have. Inadvertently seen. Okay. Anyways. Um Question. Time busyness. Question I'm really busy.
1: Martha. We want to be Mary's and not Martha's.
0: Martha. Martha I don't is know if I could have read that across from here true. near you chicken scratch, but you
1: know.
0: um uh, Martha, Martha. So the issue with Martha. You are Martha,
1: concerned with many things Anxious or and worried anxious about many worried. things is mm-hmm. the
0: the translation that I even yeah. prefer. Concerned is another legit translation. Yeah. Yeah. The issue with Martha is not that she's doing the dishes. That's mm-hmm. not the problem. Jesus is not saying, you should be worried about the dishes. Mary isn't worried about the dishes. So she gets the better portion and it's not gonna be taken from her. It's that in doing the dishes, Martha was not present to Mm -hmm. Jesus Mm -hmm. therefore more positively our Lord is telling Martha you can do the dishes and be present to me Mm -hmm. it's not an either or it's a both end now again you need the anchor yeah but do yeah look for those times throughout the day where Mm -hmm. when you're doing something um that's maybe a bit more rote or doesn't require Mm -hmm your full undivided attention to turn to the Lord while you're doing the dishes, making the meal, doing the laundry, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and because you are finding that maybe five minutes of anchor time Mm -hmm. that will flow out into Mm -hmm. the, the relationship will blossom when you have those times throughout the
1: day. And they really are called anchor moments. So when you're doing them, you do it. And then your next thought is, Oh, this is per time. Yep. But if you don't know what that is, you could certainly set a timer on your phone. Yep. Or on your one of your appliances that has timers. Like in my house, it's the stove that goes off several times a day, and go. nothing's in the oven.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mom, why is the timer set? Uh,
1: um. So that can be a reminder too. Like if you need to be trained by that, you could always set your alarm or your timer on the phone. And if you happen to be able to pray, then it could just be a simple, "Okay, Lord, I'm just turning my mind back to you right now." Yep. My alarm just went off. I'm yours, Lord. Bless my day. Whatever it is, just to turn your mind back to the Lord yep. if you need help from an alarm.
0: <laughs> an alarm. Right, right. Um, but
1: I love the anchor moment ideas.
0: The other thing, I think, too, um, don't, again, so the presumption here that you're finding a little bit of time of that alone, quiet time. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the fact that the Lord can, can he will, the Lord he does. does reveal himself to us in the context of our vocation, which means in my case that the Lord can and does speak to me and is present to me through Jermaine, my wife Mm -hmm. and through my kids Mm -hmm. uh, for me as a father. I I think there's a subtle way where we as like, we want to, I think monasticize prayer life, Mm -hmm. the spiritual life. So we try to fit, an image of what it means to be holy in uh, an image that's true for a monk Mm -hmm. um, or a priest Mm -hmm. or a sister or a nun fit that into my life as uh, a spouse and a parent. Mm -hmm. And that's not how, in fact, what that, that's not what the Lord desires. He wants me to live a life of holiness in the context of me being um uh, a husband and a father. Yeah. So Thoughts?
1: true. I just think that's true. And because we do have maybe because what happens when you think you're should be doing something or it should look a cef- certain way, you're robbing yourself of just this beautiful time. Right. So just yeah, ask God what what he wants, but just just be. I remember- all, all, it's all about being with the Lord. Yep.
0: Just be exactly. And be so, so I do yeah. think it's important to have that quiet alone time, just mm-hmm. you and the Lord. But then recognize the fact that the Lord can reveal Himself to you through Absolutely. your spouse, through your children, yeah. and He does. Maybe we'll talk about this more in another episode. Uh, but hopefully, Robin, that will be of assistance to Taylor yes. and Nate and yeah. any others who find themselves in similar situations. Yes. Um, again, the idea of finding anchor moments and then making your entire life a day of prayer. But also, again, bringing that to the Lord. Lord, how do you want me? Amen. Amen. Thanks, Robin. Thank you. And folks, that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us if you have questions about this episode, or if you, like Taylor and Nate, have ideas for your future episodes, ignition at sfcatholic.org. Until next time, make that listen.